Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Hey guys, welcome back to the Candid Confidence Podcast. Stoked you're here. Today, we're going to talk all about finding your purpose, what that means, what that looks like, a couple different things that can look like, and I'm going to tell my story as well about how I kind of stumbled into finding my purpose. So before we get started, I want to talk about a quote that I saw earlier that I'm totally going to butcher, but basically the gist of it was, it was defining success, and it was defining success as loving what you do and loving the way you do it. And there may have been something else in there that I'm missing, but it was interesting for me because I feel like lately, you know, I've been hearing a lot about the term success in different aspects of life. And, you know, what does it mean? Does it mean having wealth? Can it mean loving what you do, but not making a lot of money? Like what is success? What does it truly mean to be successful? And I think that that quote that I read really does kind of hit the nail on the head. I think that you do kind of have to be in pursuit of what really sets your soul on fire and, or at least causes you to have enjoyment when you're doing something for, you know, 40 plus hours a week, there needs to be some level of enjoyment there for you to truly feel successful. And a lot of the time there's going to be an aspect too of financial wealth, um, of financial success, So it doesn't mean necessarily being a millionaire or anything like that, but I think that you would want to at least be comfortable enough so that you don't have a whole bunch of things that you have to stress about financially. So it's kind of like, you know, up in the air thing, like what is success? What does that mean? And I think that our pursuit of success can get really, really confusing at times. So I think it's, it'd be interesting for you guys to really think about like, what is your definition of success? What does success look like to you in your life? What are the values that you have and how could those be expressed through your success? And what would that ultimately look like to you? So I'm going to challenge you to think about that a little bit, especially, you know, today as we chat here and DM me too, and let me know what your kind of vision is. Let me know what your version of success looks like. Um, I'm at candid.confidence on Instagram, DM me. I love chatting with you guys. I love when you guys ask me questions and I especially love when you guys give me podcast topics you want covered. So I'm doing two episodes a week now. Typically Thursdays are going to be my solo episodes and Sundays I'm going to have a guest interview. So let me know what you guys want to hear more about on the podcast as well. And so going into finding your purpose, I'm going to start off talking about my journey to finding my purpose and how that kind of looked for me. So when I was out of college, I I went to college for hospitality management. Okay. That was my major. I knew I didn't want to be behind a desk all day. I knew I wanted to be like kind of on my feet, um, doing something active and like the hospitality industry had that. I thought about being a wedding planner. I thought about event planning. I thought about like running restaurants. I don't know, hotels. I thought about a bunch of different things. Really, I was like a lot of people in college. I had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do. And I'll be perfectly honest here. It was an easy major. And that's part of what (laughs) I was inspired by in college. Yes, I wasn't the... uh, all-star 
you know, best person ever in college. I wasn't really super career driven at the time, was just kind of looking for an easy way out and hospitality management was it. So I'm being honest. So stumbled into that. Um, my first job after college, I was literally managing a housekeeping department. I was the assistant manager managing housekeeping. So I had to like look for cockroaches. I had to answer phone calls about there's a mouse in my office. I had to deal with all kinds of stuff like that. Um, I had to deal with complaints about people cleaning a room with an AIDS patient in it. So those were my days. And as you could probably tell, that was not feeling like my purpose in life. Now, certainly we need hospitals to be clean, yes. However, for me, I always felt like, okay, what is my purpose? What's my passion? I guess I didn't really have any like hobbies on the side that I was super passionate about either. So I was always kind of in this like, what's my passion? What am I gonna do with my life? Whatever, so I went on to get an MBA and I um, got that. I was thinking about being a, um, <laughs> I was thinking about being, it just slipped my mind, like a consultant. I wanted to be a business consultant. So I wanted to do my MBA so I could travel the world and literally live out of a suitcase and be a business consultant. And it sounded great. And it actually is kind of similar to some of what I do now, however, as I got a little bit older, as I got married, bought a house with my husband, being gone, you know, four or five nights out of the week didn't appeal to me as much. And I was like that, I'm not really available for that because I just really value my evenings home with my husband. So my values kind of changed during that time period as well. So I'm kind of, you know, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And so I was stumbling into sales. I worked in sales for several years and what kind of happened to lead me to what I do now? I was, I learned really to dive into my confidence and like really develop my confidence by pushing myself out of the comfort zone in sales. And it was like super challenging for me, but that was helping me grow. And I was seeing how mindset had so much to do with sales. And I was like really fascinated by it. So when I started coaching for sales, and had my sales team under me, I was teaching them these principles and I was like, I need to expand on this. I need to teach this to more people. So somehow, and I think I was actually reading the book, You Are a Badass. That's what I was actually reading when I came up with my idea for my blog. Like literally in the middle of that book, I thought of my idea for my blog. And I was like, oh, I need to start a blog. That's how I can share some of the things I've learned with people who need it because I was, I was thinking, how upsetting it is that there's so many women who lack confidence and it holds them back in career. It holds them back from having amazing relationships and, you know, in so many areas. And that was really something that bothered me. So I guess you could say that's where I kind of found what I call like my, my calling of how I want to help the world. So I often tell clients who are in like a career exploration situation, cause I kind of walk them through this process. Um, it's very much more in depth than what I'm going to cover today. But one aspect is what are the things that piss you off most about society, essentially? Like what really bothers you that you wish you could change? So for me, one thing was really seeing a lot of girls who had lack of um, self-esteem and self-worth and how that was impacting the way they allowed themselves to be treated in relationships and, and impacting, you know, holding themselves back in their careers and all these things. So I had known that. 
And I had also just started really diving into personal development and I discovered the law of attraction and I got really, really into manifestation and all of that around this time that I was reading You Are a Badass, which I highly recommend, great book. So I thought of the idea for my blog and little by little, I grew into the idea of coaching because it combined so much of what I was already doing. I was already a sales coach and you know I had a background in business and I was learning so much about mindset. It just all kind of started to click that it would make a lot of sense. Um, I was trained for consulting in my MBA program and it's similar to consulting, so it's kind of funny. But what I really wanted to share here is how everything kind of like <laughs> mixes together. It's like a lot of little synchronicities when I'm thinking about my career trajectory or whatever you want to call it. So I stumbled into coaching, obviously, like I started a podcast and all of these things. I got certified in life coaching, yada, yada. So the interesting synchronicities that I wanted to talk to you guys about, I think I've mentioned to you before that I was totally like entrepreneurial spirited as a kid, literally had a babysitting business for strangers when I was 13, hanging flyers, passing out business cards. Like I was like in it. I also, I sold Avon too. I think it was like the end of high school and then college a little bit. I like was really into it. I've always had a like passion kind of for like the network marketing system and sales too. So I love, love, loved that. And it's just so interesting to me how all of these things connect, but I didn't realize it until recently. So entrepreneurial spirit as a kid, sold Avon in college as network marketing. Then I, you know, I wanted like at one point in college, I wanted to have my own wedding planning business. Like I always kind of felt like I needed to have my own business for some reason. And even like, <laughs> I remember being in sales, I was in a sales position. And I remember when my coworkers saying to me, um, oh, like when you're a CEO, can I work for you? Like people used to say things like that to me because I probably always talked about wanting to own a company. So anyways, I was in my office maybe around this time last year and I just was, I have like a small bookshelf in my, at my office and I was looking at this book and I just kept glancing at the title. Like my eyes just kept like darting to it. And I was like, I don't remember that book. Like, I don't even know what that book is, but over and over it kept happening. It was like, I was being drawn to this book. So on my way out, I picked the book up threw it in my bag, took it home, like, what's this book? Like, I don't remember this book, what is it? And it was Girl Code by Kara Alwaleba. And she's great, by the way. And it was so interesting because I'm like, when did I buy this book? Oh, okay, I bought this right before I hopped on a flight for a business trip. And I remember being in the bookstore and picking it out. But the odd thing was, it says right on the cover of the book that it's for entrepreneurs. And I'm like, why did I buy this book when I was not an entrepreneur and I had no like business ideas or any like plan on starting a business anytime in the near future? It just it wasn't something I would have done. It was very odd. And I remembered being on the flight and reading the book and just not being able to connect with it because it was about entrepreneurship. It was written for entrepreneurs and I was not an entrepreneur. So I remember not liking the book, but I didn't know like why I didn't like the book. So then I'm like looking and thinking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't like this book because it didn't apply to me at all. But it does now. Like this was when I had found this book in my office. I'm like, wow, like the fact that I bought this book 
didn't like it, didn't, didn't register with me, put it in my office. And then I was just drawn back to it. Like I just was like looking at it and thinking about it. Even though I couldn't remember why. So freaking crazy. Um, and another weird thing that happened was after I started my business, someone was asking me about the MBA program I did. And I said, yeah, here's the school I went to, whatever. And because I went to a school in Pittsburgh here. And someone said, oh, like a lot of the programs I'm looking at have a concentration. Like what was yours? And I was like, oh yeah, like most of them do have a concentration. I had a concentration. I didn't, like none of them applied to me at all. So I picked a random one. Guess which one I picked? Entrepreneurship. Do you see how like these in synchronicities were just like popping up left and right? And this was the stage when I was like, I had started my blog and I was thinking about doing all these things, but I really wasn't believing like that this was going to be my career. Like I really wasn't believing that yet. I wanted to, and I thought maybe down the road, but I definitely wasn't like at the area I'm at right now. So it was, it was weird. So then I finally like built up the courage to sign up for the coaching um, certification program. It was a six month online coaching school to become a life coach. And I was really nervous about it because I was like, I don't know, like, can I do this? Of course, the whole imposter syndrome thing comes up, right? Because no one's going to tell you, hey, you're good enough to do this. Like most likely people aren't going to really tell you that. And you maybe you ask friends and family and they might tell you, yeah, but then you're of course going to wonder, well, what are they going to do? Tell me no. And some of them will maybe. But, you know, you're, you almost like, you want like validation. Like I wanted to be told you are good enough for this and like know it, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, you can't have proof of concept for a business or a business idea until you get going with it. You know, you, until you go for it. So that's why it's important to recognize when you have these callings and when you have these intuitive pulls at your heartstrings, you just have to trust it and have to go for it because it's not going to be validated. You can't look in a crystal ball and know for sure it's going to work out. You just got to trust yourself. So I'm in this school. It was my first night of taking the class and I was excited, but I was also like, oh, fuck, like, did I make the right choice here? This was a big commitment. And you know, because I invested into this program and I was praying on it, meditating on it and saying like, God, like, please give me a sign. Please give me a sign. Like I need a sign that I'm on the right path and that this is going to work out. I'm not wasting my time and my money. And so sure enough, I walked into my bedroom. I went to go to bed and laying my head down and looking at the clock and it was 11, 11. And so I was like, Oh, Okay, maybe, <laughs> still not fully trusting it. But I just think it's so crazy to me now how all of these kind of ironic little things add up, you know, and it's just like so clear that what I'm doing now is what I was meant to be doing all along. And another thing I wanna point out, if you're someone who's been in a certain career path for a length of time, and maybe you're changing careers altogether. Maybe you're starting a business. Maybe you're going back to school. It's easy to think, oh my gosh, I wasted so much time. Imagine if I had started this five years earlier, three years earlier, one year earlier. But for me in my situation, I can very clearly see that all of the things I went through in my you know, early to mid twenties were necessary to be where I am now. 
I had to be in those places. I had to experience those jobs, jobs I hated, shitty jobs, shitty bosses, and just so many situations of doubt to find what I'm doing now. I mean, if I had never worked in sales, I probably wouldn't have landed as a confidence coach because I learned confidence through sales and I learned to teach confidence to salespeople through working in sales. So it just all adds up so perfectly. And I know that everyone has something inside of them that is as begging to come out, you know, and I know that a lot of you listening can tune into that and you know there's something deeper for you, but this is where it takes a lot of trust, a lot of trust and a lot of tuning in and really going inside of yourself to see what's in there and then being brave about it. So I want you to first, there's a couple things I kind of want you guys to do here. If you are someone who's looking for your purpose, think about the things you wanted to be as a child. So I would literally make a list of the things you wanted to be as a kid. Cause for me, there's like a bunch, like I wanted to be all kinds of things. And some of them kind of go along with this journey and some don't, but you may see some synchronicities that you hadn't realized before. Then I want you to add on to that, you know, hobbies that you really enjoy, passions that you love, things that you enjoy doing throughout your life when you were younger. You know, we tend to have a lot of hobbies as kids and then we kind of drop them when the real world comes. What are the things also that you always wanted to try that you never did? The things that always kind of called to you, but you never took that jump to actually and go and try and do it. I want you to think about those things, make lists, and then I want you to just dig into your journal. And if you are someone who meditates, you might meditate beforehand. You might meditate on this idea of just, just asking the question in meditation, you know, what is my purpose? What is my calling? And then just see what comes up. And for me, I don't get a lot of downloads in meditation, but I do get them Actually, I get them mostly when I'm at the gym. The gym is like, I get all my best ideas at the gym. I'm like constantly jotting things down in the notes on my phone when I'm there or when I leave, I'm just like fueled with ideas. But I think that meditation is part of how I even began and being intuitive enough to pull ideas out of myself because really it just, it just teaches you to go within. It teaches you to allow yourself, like allow your mind to be at peace enough to even like come to terms with what might be trying to come out of you. And then journal on it, journal on what could possibly be your purpose and just free write and see what comes out, write different ideas that you have down. If you have any business ideas, if you have any ideas of maybe switching careers or job positions, write them down and then just see what comes up. Because sometimes when we're writing things like that, other things will start to come out of it that we didn't even think of before. And another topic here is how to stop thinking small with your ideas. And this could also be with your degree. I know there's a lot of people who got a degree in something and a couple of different things can happen. One, you could feel stuck, right? I have this degree, I don't want it to go to waste. I have a buttload of student loans. You know, I don't want them to go to waste. What do I do? I have to use my degree. Well using the degree is not the important thing though. The degree itself, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier, like that time you spent earning that degree was valuable. Even if you never use that exact, you know, particular thing you studied, 
that time was still a part of your journey and part of what brought you to where you are today. And you might find a different career path that requires, you know, a bachelor's degree and maybe you have one, but it's not in that thing, but you, it could still help you get there. So I don't want you to limit yourself just because you have a degree in this or that. And also, I don't want you to limit yourself thinking people in this degree, people in this career path or in this field can only make X amount of money. That's typically not true at all. So I'm going to challenge you to think about, you know, is there anyone with your degree or in your career path who makes more than that? Who has done something bigger? Who wants to do what you want to do? Is there anyone? Because I'm willing to bet that there are, right? There are always people who earn outside of that. There's always people who worked up to a higher position. Maybe they're managing people or maybe they learned about this this topic in college and then they went on to write books about it or teach about it or teach online courses about it. Like we have so much opportunity at our fingertips with the internet. It's insane. The online courses, I remember reading an article one time about someone who made over a million dollars selling an online course about how to make balloon animals. Fucking balloon animals, guys. There's 8 billion people on this planet. Yes, some of them live in sub-Saharan Africa and maybe don't have access to the internet and maybe aren't going to buy your course. But you're not just looking at like your town or your city or your state or your country. You have the opportunity to market something to the entire world. So it's very easy to limit ourselves. It's very easy to tell ourselves that we're in this box and that we really can't do anything outside of it. But a lot of times that's simply not true. But if we've told ourselves that story enough times, and we've heard other people say that story and we've read that same story, that's going to ingrain itself into a belief. And beliefs are very, very, very difficult to change. So I want you to really challenge yourself. Where are you thinking small in your career? Where are you thinking you're capped? Where do you feel stuck? And how can you challenge that? Something I have instructed clients to do is even Google it. Maybe you don't know anyone in your field who's gone above and beyond and done something different. Google it. Look for someone. Find someone. Find some inspiration. Because once you see that someone else has done it, you cannot tell me it's impossible. You cannot tell me it's impossible if someone else has done it. So we've got to start thinking bigger. And this goes for everyone, including me. We've all got to challenge ourselves, stretch what we believe is possible, and just challenge ourselves, you know, to see what else is truly, truly, truly out there. It's very easy to convince ourselves that we're stuck because sometimes it's easier to be stuck. Being stuck is easy. You don't have to do shit, right? If you believe there's nothing out there that you can do besides the job that you're in right now, that means you don't have to spend time applying for jobs. You don't have to go on scary interviews. You don't have to like doctor up your resume, you know, because you've decided that you don't have to because it's not possible. It's very easy and easy and comfort zone. That's not where we want to be. That's not where our passion and our purpose lies. So dig in, try to find out oh, one more thing. Okay. So let's say you're in a field, you're in a career and maybe you don't want to make any changes right now, but you're wondering, 
do, do I have to work in my purpose or my passion full time to be happy and to be successful? And I think the answer could be different for everybody. But to me, I think you have to find a way to at least make yourself be able to enjoy your job. And that doesn't always mean switching jobs. That doesn't always mean changing careers. But it does, it can mean maybe there's mindset shifts that you can make within that position that you have or within that job, that field that you're in. Where do you have limiting beliefs around, you know, what that job entails? Where do you have beliefs about, you know, the job isn't good or people judge it or whatever, or whatever the things that's making you unhappy about? Where can you look at those beliefs and those negative thoughts and kind of switch those up and challenge yourself to think differently and think more positively? Where can you find some passions and purpose within that job? Maybe you can start, you know, a start a trend of like volunteering within your company. Maybe you can start up some type of group or something like that to add some purpose to it. Um, maybe you can start to think about your direct reports in a different way. Maybe you can start to think about the fact that you could impact their lives and be like purposeful in that leadership position. There's, there's a lot of different ways that we can shift our mindset around our current position, our current situation in general to enjoy our job and our life a lot more than we do, right? Maybe we need to start looking at our coworkers differently and deciding that, we like them, right? Maybe we should try that on for size. So it doesn't mean that you have to have a most perfect dream job and you're, you know, living out your purpose every day and your your passion is saving elephants. It doesn't mean you have to go be like an elephant doctor, <laughs> but maybe you can somehow infuse some of that into your current job and at least get your mindset to a point where you're able to enjoy the day to day. And if not, I would ask yourself, you know, what could I do where I could enjoy the day to day? Because we spend so much time there, we've got to make it at least a place we can be joyful in and something we can find joy in. So that's all I wanted to touch base on today. If anyone needs support around this, let me know. I'd love to hear if anything came up for you guys. If you had any like kind of awakenings during this process or if anything super interesting came up, maybe you've had some synchronicities like I have around this. Would love to hear about those. And for anyone who is in an online business, in network marketing, maybe you want to start an online business and you just haven't dove in yet, my spring mastermind is still open for enrollment. And we are actually in early bird pricing, which ends this Saturday, which is going to be January 25th, 2020. So if you're interested in a total transformational program for four months, confidence transformation, mindset shifting, business strategy, and coaching bi-weekly on calls as a group. So you'll be able to be coached as well as seeing other people be coached, which is a huge part of why masterminds are so beneficial. Let me know. I'll leave this link in the show notes and you can also message me over on Instagram at candy.confidence if you would like to chat about this opportunity. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a wonderful day.
Thank <laughs> you.